0: Welcome to PR360, where every week the brightest minds in public relations, communications, and media discuss the topics and trends you need to know about. PR360 was produced in partnership with Global Results Communications. Now here's your host, Todd Perry.
1: Welcome back to PR360. Our guest today is Gina Villarreal-Arcidiano, who is an accomplished television journalist, investigative reporter, business marketing executive, and the founder and CEO of Unleashed Advertising and Advocacy. She has over 25 years of experience in media, business development, and marketing at ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC affiliates, and has also created high-impact campaigns airing on HGTV, The Food Network, Fox News, CNN, and more. So, uh, Gina, is there anything here that I've missed about your background?
0: No, I think you have it. I think you have it. There, There's uh, quite a variety in all of that.
1: <laughs> there really is. And I got to say that as the host of PR360, I get a little bit nervous when I have somebody who's been a news reporter and has spent tons of time talking on television. I feel like I really got to step up my game.
0: <laughs> You'll be fine. I have no doubt about it. Yeah. Oh,
1: good. You know, it's, it's a. I make it easy. <laughs> it's a sad state of affairs when the guest has to try to calm the host down. I feel that's not the way things should go. <laughs> so uh, given you used to... Be a journalist and then you moved yes. over to create your own agency. Uh, what was that transla- what was that transition like, and what inspired you?
0: You know, I had no intention of creating an agency. It was never in my future plans. Um, however, it came about when I was a jur- journalist for quite some time. Covered breaking news, investigative reports. I was an assignment editor. So I, I really was in several different positions within a newsroom. And then I was recruited to the advertising sales side of the business uh, at televi- at a television station. And then learned what that looked like and saw that there was an opportunity there to merge my background, I had also been a community relations manager that I have incorporated into my agency as well. So when I look at what an agency that I'm running needs to, to be. I wanted it to have uh, public relations, community relations, someone that could look at a news story, even create a story, uh, and content creation and so forth, but also speak on behalf of my clients if need be. And that's what has been created with Unleashed Advertising and Advocacy.
1: Oh, okay. I- interesting. So do you find that as someone who used to be on the receiving end of pitches, that it's much easier for you to write pitches or to understand the environment that you're sending a pitch into?
0: Absolutely. I intercepted pitches all day long, especially as an assignment editor, and then as a reporter when the folks that I had engaged with started emailing me story ideas and so forth, and it really is a uh, information that needs to be tailored, that needs to, uh, it, a whole host of things go into it. Number one, when you're sending the press release, do not send it during news time. <laughs> when when there's a newscast going on, it, it could get overlooked very easily. Mm. So that's something that I, when I send out a pitch, I make sure that I'm sending it at an appropriate time of the day. But also, too, that it has angles, that it has uh, various story elements in it so that a reporter or a, or news station would want to cover it. Mm-hmm. And that helps me tremendously. And I find that I do get quite a bit of coverage um, because of it. Right. It, it comes down to the subject line, even – what, what your title is, and and making it concise and with information that a reporter needs. Right.
1: Uh, they, they need a lot of good quotes, too. I find that uh, in, when I'm not doing this show, I work as a journalist, as a writer, and it's always great when I have some good, big, fat quotes I can stick into the piece that make it easier for me to hit my deadline, you know?
0: Absolutely. And it does... It's much different when I'm sending a press release to a print journalist Mm -hmm. or content journalist or a TV journalist because they don't necessarily need the quotes so much as they need the story angles and what are the visual elements and so forth. However, the web folks Mm. within a newsroom do like the quotes. So it's a matter of creating a press release that isn't too long, uh, but also contains what the
1: journalists need. Got it. Uh, So it feels to me like you just kind of basically kind of learned the whole part of the business from the actual on the ground reporting, telling the story, uh, getting the word out to people, basically communicating directly with people, which is what uh, PR practitioners want is we want that third party credibility to go out there and share the story. It seems like you have a really solid 360 degree view of the entire process.
0: Absolutely. And that's what I strive for with my clients too, is providing them a full solution and When I'm looking at public relations, when I'm looking at putting together a campaign, whether it be marketing, whether it be content creation, I want to give a full spectrum of offerings and services to a client. And sometimes clients don't necessarily know what they need or what they want. So, That's why client needs assessments and analysis is so important in asking the right questions. Mm -hmm. And that's why uh, the journalism background really, really helps and translates from journalism to the public relations world.
1: What's one solution, like media solution that you've found for your clients that wasn't what they expected or were looking for, but then really ended up delivering for them? Because lots of times, as you said, the clients don't necessarily know what they want.
0: No, what happens often is I have a client that says, oh, I only want to be on this station in this show, and I want to put all my dollars right there. Oh. And that is not a good solution. <laughs> uh, you You do need a media mix to reach... A vast audience. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a targeted audience, but you still need to be able to reach the audience. On all of the different channels, because media is everywhere, okay. and we now know that the con- how how people consume media is so different and so fragmented from where it was years ago when we relied on appointment TV. Okay. When we said at eight o'clock we're watching our favorite show. Well, now we can get our favorite show video on demand or through an app or watching it on TV or streaming it. So we want to be where our audience is.
1: Yeah. And that can be uh, very difficult as you're just explaining in this world of knowing exactly where they are and uh, when they are, <laughs> you know, when, when they're in that place consuming that media for you to be there for them. Um, uh, talk a little bit about the importance of authenticity because that's a big thing that I'm hearing from a lot of different people when I do interviews on the show is they want to create content that is authentic and the brands that come to them to be represented authentically, but it's sometimes not yes. the easiest thing to get to.
0: No, I think the foundation of that as a practitioner is asking the right questions so you can tell a story that matters mm-hmm. Whether it be in a 30 second commercial, whether it be in a long web piece or something that is covered on the media, you want to be able to get to the heart of the story and consumers, viewers, web users, they're smart, they know if they're being sold on something or if it's an authentic story. Mm-hmm. If it's something that they can trust, and and it is becoming harder and harder to gauge for folks, and and a lot of uh, people are skeptical about what they read. However, I think if you get to the heart of the story, you talk. In, in my line of work, when I talk to a business owner, I'm asking questions about their background. What got them into being a business owner, what fuels their passion. I, I'm really digging deep mm-hmm. because I utilize that information when I'm putting together a cohesive campaign that really tells a story and reaches the consumer in a compelling way.
1: Yeah. People really want to know who they're buying from and who created Absolutely. it. It gives a, it gives them such a greater feeling of warmth towards the product when they know who it came from, where they were, and uh, uh, the ethos behind their business.
0: Yes, absolutely. Emotion sells. Mm -hmm. It really does.
1: It's funny. Uh, I used to be a copywriter at an ad agency, and we had this client who was selling windows, California Deluxe Windows. And Mm -hmm. uh, the... Owner of the business was the most passionate guy about what he made in the world, but because he was originally from an, like an Eastern Bloc country, he had a bit of a strong accent and really thought that he could he wouldn't connect with. Uh, you know, people doing radio ads and that it would be a hindrance. But uh, we said, no, Mm -hmm. you sound so great and so authentic and you're authentically passionate. We're going to put you with a very strong accent on the radio. And it really connected with people just because he sounded so real and the passion was there, came through the radio. It ended up really uplifting his business and really uh, putting some real emotion behind his brand. So it's funny, the authenticity... uh, You know, sometimes it comes from places you don't expect.
0: Absolutely. And stories, people's personal stories, others can relate to it. Or they can hear that passion in someone's voice. Or they can empathize. There's all these emotions that come in to really getting the message across to
1: whomever you're trying to reach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, So when it comes to creating stories around brands what inspires your storytelling
0: oh i think when i got into tv i was a teenager when i stopped a journalist at a festival Mm -hmm. and said how do i become a tv reporter or how how do i get an internship i was in college Mm -hmm. and the the journalist said oh we, we don't bring in you know, sophomores in college. We There's seniors that we allow to be interns. And in. and I was given a a name and ultimately got that internship and started in news at 19 years old. Wow. And really, from that point on, I was always a writer. But from that point on, I just had this passion to tell stories. And it really didn't matter whether it was a breaking news story or someone's Personal story. I've, I've covered so many different, uh, so many different things over the course of my career. It was just a matter of understanding that those stories need to be heard, mm-hmm. and they and I saw it as my job to share them.
1: So it's interesting when you're going in and you know drilling down, finding the core of a brand's identity and a brand's story. It's a l- very similar to interviewing somebody or, you know, doing some investigative reporting to look around the entirety of the business or like the entirety of the story, those who are involved in there and find the kernels of Mm -hmm. truth that come up.
0: Yes. Yes, definitely. And that's why the skill set translated. And there were some, especially on the sales advertising side that said you're Bringing in the news girl? <laughs> Why are you bringing the news girl over to our team? But what they didn't know is that the persistence, the you know deadline driven, uh, the ri- deadline driven writer who loves to engage with people, who loves to ask questions, who really wants to get to the core um, and and serve translated in a huge, huge way, which made me successful at doing that. And that is carried over to my agency, and I'm able to offer that to my clients.
1: What, what I'm hearing is, through the first 14 minutes and 10 seconds of speaking with you, <laughs> is that the thing that seems to really drive you is curiosity about people, a genuine curiosity yes. about people.
0: Yes. And everybody's story is different. And whether it be their business story, their personal story, they all have one. Every one of us has a story. Mm -hmm. And I think that it it can be utilized in so many different ways to help us. But if someone doesn't share it or chooses not to, which it's their prerogative not to should, should they not want to uh, do that? Uh, you know, it can be very, very effective, especially in the business that we're in with public relations and marketing and or as a journalist, mm-hmm. we, we have the ability, we have the skill set to write and share those stories. And so if we can do it and we have someone that's willing to work with us, I think we're all the better for it.
1: Now, obviously, this curiosity has benefited you in many ways. It's helped you, you know, forge a, a great career. Is there any idea where that comes from, that just genuine curiosity? Because obviously you have it more than the average person. Uh, it's a big part of your life. Any idea where that comes from? You know,
0: probably as a child, I would say I was always curious. But reading mm-hmm. as a child... And really loving stories and the excitement of where that story is going to end or where is it going to begin. I think that that was the foundation of wanting to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And so throughout my life, that's carried me and and translated into being a writer Mm -hmm. as well, because... You can communicate verbally, but then it's a matter of translating it into writing mm. uh, in an eloquent way and reaching your audience as well, which for print it's one way, for television it's a different way, but making sure that the message is heard in a way that is, in this case, going to drive action. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, let's, mm-hmm. let's, uh, move the conversation over a little bit to your work with advocacy and how does supporting a cause or aligning with a nonprofit benefit a growing business uh, I was I just had wing lamb from uh, wahoo's fish taco on the other day and he was a big believer in how Wahoo's being in the community, being part of community events uh, and doing good has obviously done good for the community and then for his business as well by uh, attaching himself to that. Uh, uh, How how do you see it?
0: One piece of the puzzle that is often forgotten when a business puts together a marketing plan is community relations Mm. and community relations is a big part of marketing. And that is because a business that has heart, that heart translates Mm -hmm. when sharing with consumers what you're trying to sell. To show that you are a part of something, that you believe in something, that above and beyond a product or a service, you want to give back to your community that really resonates with the community itself and potential uh, buyers. And so what I often do when I'm talking to business owners I'm working with is talk about the causes they believe in. It might be the Heart Association. It might be the Kidney Foundation. It might be pets and rescue, uh, veterans, homelessness, but all Of these areas that need a spotlight on them, business owners can help in that way. Mm. So when I'm putting together, say, a television campaign, oftentimes when a business is buying commercials, there's an added value piece where they get bonus commercials, Mm -hmm. What if this business decides to, and this is where I come in and say, okay, let's align with something you believe in. Why don't we partner with, say, the Heart Association and you know, give that pot of commercials to the Heart Association mm-hmm. so that they can get their message out simultaneously? You're helping them, yeah. they're helping you, you can co-brand. Uh, cross market it might nece- not necessarily be the heart association because they do have donors and and they have they may have more funding than others but say it's a rescue group yeah. or a veterans group it's just the exposure and the visibility to keep their message top of mind that really can resonate with you know folks that are considering buying a a certain product or utilizing a certain business. Mm. Um, so it, it really is a win win for both.
1: Do you take into consideration whether the brand aligns with the nonprofit or do you just tell the brand, you know, just go with your heart and go with what you believe in? Uh, do you believe that there has to be some kind of symbiosis between the two?
0: For the most part, my conversations thus far, I have found that business owners and companies, they have a, a cause uh, that they're passionate about. I've worked with many uh, car dealerships that are like, oh, our, our cause is veterans. Mm-hmm. And they when, when they have the heart and they believe in it, they're so much more likely to to partner and be a part of the overall uh, engagement and really aligning mm-hmm. with that specific nonprofit. So I like it to be something specifically that they're interested in, that they find value in uh, because it's not easy to say, oh, hand over this these free commercials that probably are valued at $5,000 to another Nonprofit, right. they have to believe in it.
1: So, well, I well, that's that's really valuable, and I like I love the idea that the participation with nonprofits and community organizations can be baked into the media by. That seems like a really interesting <laughs> new idea.
0: Mm-hmm. And and I saw that it wasn't happening, mm-hmm. and and that's part of creating my own agency now i make it happen right. i i decide <laughs> uh, about having that conversation and sharing that with my clients so that it adds a whole new element to an overall solution for them and it, and it and it also helps a cause that so desperately needs visibility and
1: exposure mm-hmm. Well, very good. Uh, you know, we're coming up towards the end of our time here today, Gina, but uh, I'd love it if you could tell our audience what the future has in store for unleashed advertising and advocacy. What does 2024 look like?
0: 24, 2024 is a big year. I foresee aligning with several more nonprofits. I foresee releasing a children's book on the uh, uh, animal rescue front. So they're here again, community relations advocacy. I'm very passionate about child advocacy, animal advocacy. And I, and I work that into what I do. Uh, Advocacy is at the foundation of unleashed. So it's always going to be a part of my conversations with my clients. Mm -hmm. And, I just really see us taking it to the next level and uh, getting those messages out to the people who need them most. And the services and products that people might not know about, but we certainly have the skill set and experience to
1: share. Well, thank you for coming on the show. And how can people get in touch with you? What's the call to action? So
0: Unleashed... um, Unleashed advertising and advocacy is is our business, our company. and you can reach us at unleashedadvocacy.com or email us info at unleashedadvocacy.com. We're also on all of the social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. So reach out anytime we're here to answer questions.
1: Great. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. GR360 was produced by Todd Perry in partnership with Global Results Communications. Be sure to subscribe to the show and
1: leave a review wherever you get podcasts. Follow GRC on all socials at Global Results. Follow Todd on Twitter at Todd A. Perry. That's Todd with one D. Talk to you next week.